I really love this quote by Daniel H. Pink. If we know what we truly regret, we know what we truly value. And I have been thinking about this quote a lot lately because I do think that regret is an organic, strong and raw emotion that can point the way to our deepest beliefs or to what we really want out of life. And we can learn so much from regret. Okay, today's specific topic, you guessed it, is regret. And we're going to talk about the top five regrets of dying people in their deathbed and what we can learn from them what lessons are they gifting us and it is true that we all want a rich life a beautiful purposeful meaningful life full of depth full of movie-like sequences but unfortunately life is a walk in contradiction as included we crave this passionate purposeful life but we do or must do the boring mundane stuff there's a marvelous wisdom filled book called the top five regrets of the dying by Bronnie Ware that you must read if you want to know more about those regrets and the absorbing life of the author a palliative nurse who cared for dying patients in the last 12 weeks of their lives so those five regrets come from that book and from all of those patients who were in their deathbed and are teaching us precious and priceless lessons and some are surprisingly simple and others are uh, absolutely unexpected so let's start right away with regret number one and it is I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life others expected of me this sounds infinitely cliche and you might not understand why we're stating the obvious you know the whole living authentically being your true self uh, kind of truth I mean we've heard it a bit too much but as surprising as it might sound this is one of the most common regrets of people in their deathbed so do you feel that you're often torn between going after what you deeply desire and what other people expect of you or what society defines as success since our very early childhood, we get raised with norms, with expectations, and we develop this natural need for approval seeking. And we start very early on. When we're very young kids, we start by seeking our parents' smiles. When they applaud, we feel validated. And we need that validation, we need that approval, because we do think it's important for our survival, because they are taking care of us. So when they're happy, they will keep taking care of us and this continues on uh, with school because we start seeking good grades we start seeking friends validation even as very young kids and so on and as we grow up our desire for acceptance and sense of belonging gets so ingrained in our deepest subconscious that we won't notice it anymore but it guides our actions it guides our behaviors unlearning those norms labels uh, society's definitions of success of career of love of happiness this is such an important step because it will lead you to create your own norms your own labels according to your beliefs and getting to know your true authentic self what is success for me what is the fulfilling career for me, not for my parents, not for society? What do I think is a fulfilling life? What is my definition of winning at life? What brings me true joy? It might be a process to, to get uh, to know yourself, 
to define your authentic goals in life but as soon as you start switching to a more internal validation internal approval as soon as you start getting to know your own standards and values and dare to listen to yourself regardless of what people think you will start living a richer life in the true sense a life free of external expectations a life in tune with what your heart and soul truly care about so please if you're on a path that you haven't chosen if you're unhappy career-wise if you do not feel aligned with your core self if you're not leading a meaningful life according to your own terms it might be time to let go of pre-existing norms and gradually reinvent a life you're proud of. Okay, regret number two is I wish I hadn't worked so hard. And many bestsellers, famous speakers, uh, and successful business entrepreneurs claim that overachievement and hardcore productivity are key to success despite the sacrifices it might involve. Because hustling hard is so glamorized in today's age by so many people and resources. And it is true that it might... Um, highly benefit your professional success it is important to hustle to be ambitious to work hard on your goals but it is also no secret that overworking almost always includes casualties whether it's lack of rest of sleep a non-existent work-life balance lack of family time long-term stress health issues so the question is what is the right dose of work where do you draw the line between working with passion and grit and keeping it healthy and happiness friendly? Also, does it truly matter? Maybe what people deeply regret isn't working too hard, but working too hard on things that don't matter to them. Truly questioning whether your work is making you happy, whether you're neglecting yourself or people around you, might help you redirect your focus and inspire you to get into a space of useful self-introspection. And in order to avoid having this regret in the future, what is also crucial is to go back to regret number one, living an authentic life. Getting to know who you are, what you truly love and desire, and finding that calling, working hard according to those beliefs and those goals. Then, no matter what you do, even if you choose uh, a job or a career or a work that you truly care about and that makes you happy, it will remain essential to keep an external perspective on work and establish a healthy balance with your other life areas as much as possible so that you do not neglect your loved ones or yourself. So if you're a workaholic, uh, either by choice or necessity, do your absolute best to set aside quality time to spend with your favorite people and loved ones and never, never neglect yourself nor your health. Also question your career or lifestyle choices and make sure you allow more time for family, for laughter, for self-care, for passion. Regret number three is I wish... I had the courage to express my feelings. Whether it's carrying resentment, uh, unspoken words, heavy emotions, censoring our love for friends and family, silencing your feelings is another common regret most people share. 
And many people regret not expressing their true opinion, their true feelings uh, to avoid uh, any uncomfortable situation or confrontation. Suppressing your feelings is harmful to you and to the quality of your relationships. And sometimes it can even nourish unhealthy ones. Speaking honestly and letting go of the politically correct or the fear of conflict often leads to a healthier communication and therefore to better friendships or bonds. We ignore everything on the length of our lives. It is very important to not waste precious time and opportunities to speak up and express the important stuff, the good and the bad. So seize every chance you get to say I love you to people you care about. This is your reminder to say I love you to someone you care about today and now. And also say no enough to behaviors you do not appreciate or deserve, respectfully of course. Regret number four that many, many people share uh, in their deathbed is I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Losing connection with old friends is a frequent deathbed regret. And considering we live in a world where social connection is oversimplified, we might think that staying in touch with our friends is, is easier today. And by staying in touch, we mean really, really meaningfully staying in touch. Unfortunately, digital devices can dehumanize social interaction. And even though you interact quite regularly with a bunch of friends, you might feel disconnected from most of them because texts and calls are not a substitute for real life moments. It is important to realize how we bond with each other, how we communicate and spend time with our friends and family. Do we give them our undivided attention? Do we spend enough in-person time? Do we make them feel heard and understood? And most importantly, what can you do to create more new memories together? And finally, regret number five is I wish that I had let myself be happier. The last regret on this top five list is uh, another heart gripping one. But how can you let yourself be happier? Happiness is a choice. You've heard it too many times. It is up to you to find the right path to let yourself feel more happiness. And it can be easy for some people, but it might also be a very long road of trial and error to finally get on the right path and build a happier life and a happier self and also a happier mindset. And once you're on that path, the single most important thing to remember is to choose happiness choose that's the right word to choose gratitude to choose joy throughout the journey and to avoid the I will be happy when mindset so let yourself be happy today and now create joy in your everyday thank the universe for each blessing be loving towards yourself and towards others and allow your heart and soul to get nourished by every single experience that presents itself. Because happiness starts when you allow it to start. There is a beautiful, inspiring quote by Deepak Chopra that I would love to share with you to finish this episode. Be happy for no reason, like a child. If you are happy for a reason, you're in trouble because that reason can be taken from you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. 
I truly appreciate you and I wish you the most beautiful day or night wherever you are.